The Kingdom of Heaven Christ from this time onward preached the coming kingdom. It was the burden of his thought, the theme of every discourse. His disciples were taught to pray that it come. His parables, his teaching, all presented some thought, some feature, or relationship of that kingdom. Its spirit toward its own subjects, the faithful and unfaithful toward the subjects of human governments, the time of its complete organization, its mission, its relationship to human government, its end, final destiny, and its relation to himself and to God the Father are carefully presented, exemplified, and enforced. It is true that when Christ was in person here on earth, the devil was also here. It is true that when God has exercised wonder-working power on the earth, he has permitted the same character of manifestation to the devil. When Christ bestowed miraculous powers on others, the devil did the same. There was always the clear line of distinction kept up between the divine and the demonic. The divine spirit dwelling in man uplifted and blessed him and made him a blessing to others. The demoniacal possession afflicted and cursed the possessor and made him a curse to others. Jesus, in his work, showed his power over the evil one by casting out demons and relieving those afflicted by them. All disease, sickness, mortality, and death came upon man as the result of the transferred allegiance of man and the world from God to the devil. All sickness, disease, and death are bestowals of the devil. Christ, in healing the maladies and afflictions of humanity and in restoring life to the dead, manifested his power over the devil. In this was a conflict between Christ and the devil. But it is of his teaching in reference to the relations and contact of his kingdom with the kingdoms of the earth that we desire to inquire. Matthew 15.13 In speaking of practices not ordained of God, he lays down this broad truth. Every plant which my heavenly Father hath not planted shall be rooted up. This is a declaration that all institutions and organizations not planted by God shall be destroyed. This truth is far-reaching. The material, moral, and spiritual world have all been blighted by the rule of the devil. The poison of death and ruin has infected the whole realm of nature. The declaration is that every evil, material, moral, or spiritual, every influence that has been put in operation by the devil, shall be antagonized and counteracted and destroyed by Christ Jesus. Especially is it true that every institution, organization, or kingdom established under the rule of the evil one shall be rooted up and destroyed. Christ's mission is to destroy the works of the devil, and all these kingdoms and governments of earth are the works of the evil one. Matthew 16, verse 13. When Peter confessed that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, Christ responded, Blessed art thou, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father who is in heaven. And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Undoubtedly this is a repetition of the prophecy of Daniel. In the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. It shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. 
Here it is called a church against which the gates of hell shall not prevail, the kingdom of heaven, the terms of entrance into which shall be ratified in heaven. But Jesus, in declaring that the gates of hell shall not prevail against this kingdom or church, implied that they must prevail against every other kingdom or institution of earth. If there are other institutions or kingdoms against which the gates of hell shall not prevail, there is neither point nor force in saying they shall not prevail against this kingdom or church built by Christ. Whatever else may be meant by gates of hell prevailing against, it carries the idea of the destruction of what is prevailed against. The expression necessarily declares that every institution, kingdom, or organism of earth save this kingdom of the God of heaven, this church builded by Jesus Christ, shall be engulfed in the vortex of everlasting ruin. This church or kingdom alone shall never perish. All these kingdoms of earth shall be broken in pieces and consumed by the kingdom of God which alone shall stand forever. Jesus spent his life after his recognition as the Son of God in thus teaching and manifesting the superiority of his kingdom over the earthly kingdoms. His life was a continual conflict. The rulers of earthly governments came in contact with him only to persecute. But he saw the final conflict must come. The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. When he turned his face toward Jerusalem for the last time, he realized that the final fierce conflict was at hand. He exclaimed in John 12, verses 23 through 27, The hour has come that the Son of Man shall be glorified. Now is my soul troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? But for this purpose came I unto this hour. Father, glorify thy name. Then came a voice from heaven, saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. The people who stood by said it thundered. Others said an angel spoke to him. Jesus answered, Now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out, and I, if I be lifted up, will draw all men after me. This said he, signifying what death he should die. In the final conflict between the Savior and the devil, Jesus felt sure of triumph, the casting the devil out of his position as a ruler of the world. Yet the conflict, the anguish, the lifting up on the cross oppressed him sorely. The prince of this world was coming again in the person of the rulers of human governments. Again, in John 14, verse 30, Hereafter I will not talk much with you. For the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me. He was coming in the person of the ruler of his earthly kingdom, had nothing in Jesus or his work, hence would so persecute him that Jesus would not have opportunity to talk much with his disciples. Again, John 16, verse 13, in declaring the mission of the Spirit, he will convince the world of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. In judging the ruler of this world and overcoming him, he would show the world that all his subjects and institutions would be overthrown. The conflict with the devil, ending in the triumph of Jesus Christ, was a judging, a condemnation, an overthrow of the devil, 
an assurance that he would be destroyed and all his servants judged and condemned. But the truth clearly revealed in these things is that the civil power and the rulers engaged in the work of persecuting the Son of God are the ministers of Satan doing his work. Through these, his ministers, Christ is arrested, buffeted, scorned, spit upon, beaten, crowned with thorns, nailed to the cross, and killed. He was carried down by these powers of darkness to the grave, the prison house of the devil, the antechamber of hell where the devil held undisputed reign. Bound in the fetters of death, in the dark dungeon of the grave, betrayed of man and forsaken of God within the personal power and dominion of the devil, he makes the final struggle with him that hath the power of death, that is, the devil. In the grave the battle was fought, in the grave the victory was won for man's redemption. Jesus overcame the devil in his own home, triumphed over death, hell, and the grave, and came forth the glorious conqueror. In this conflict reaching from the cradle to the grave between Jesus and the devil, the civil power was the minister and instrument of the devil. The ruler sought his life at his birth, desolated the homes around Bethlehem by the destruction of every male child two years old and under. The civil power dogged his pathway through life and nailed him to the cross in his death. The prince of this world hath nothing in me, 